Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Deuteronomy 21, expiation of a crime. If a slain person is found lying in the open country in the land which the Lord your God gives you to possess, and it is not known who has struck him, Then your elders and your judges shall go out and measure the distance to the cities which are around the slain one. It shall be that the city which is nearest to the slain man, that is, the elders of that city, shall take a heifer of the herd, which has not been worked and which has not pulled in a yoke. And the elders of that city shall bring the heifer down to the valley with running water, which has not been plowed or sown, and shall break the heifer's neck there in the valley." Then the priests, the sons of Levi, shall come near for the Lord your God has chosen them to serve him and to bless in the name of the Lord. And every dispute and every assault shall be settled by them. All the elders of that city which is nearest to the slain man shall wash their hands over the heifer whose neck has broken in the valley. And they shall answer and say, Our hands did not shed this blood, nor did our eyes see it. Forgive your people Israel, whom you have redeemed, O Lord, and do not place the guilt of innocent blood in the midst of your people Israel, and the blood guiltiness shall be forgiven them. So you shall remove the guilt of innocent blood from your midst when you do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. Domestic Relations When you go out to battle against your enemies, and the Lord your God delivers them into your hands, and you take them away captive, and see among the captives a beautiful woman, and have a desire for her, and would take her as a wife for yourself, then you shall bring her home to your house, and she shall shave her head and trim her nails. She shall also remove the clothes of her captivity, and shall remain in your house, and mourn her father and mother a full month. And after that you may go into her, and be her husband, and she shall be your wife. It shall be, if you are not pleased with her, then you shall let her go wherever she wishes, but you shall certainly not sell her for money. 
You shall not mistreat her because you have humbled her. If a man has two wives, the one loved and the other unloved, and both the loved and the unloved have borne him sons, if the firstborn son belongs to the unloved, then it shall be in the day he wills that he has to, he says to his sons, he cannot make the son of the loved the firstborn before the son of the unloved who is the firstborn. But he shall acknowledge the firstborn, the son of the unloved, by giving him a double portion of all that he has, for he is the beginning of his strength. To him belongs the right of the firstborn. If any man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey his father and his mother, and when they chastise him, he will not even listen to them. Then his father and mother shall seize him and bring him out to the elders of his city at the gateway of his hometown. They shall say to the elders of his city, This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey us. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of his city shall stone him to death. So you shall remove the evil from your midst. And all Israel will hear of it in fear. If a man has committed a sin worthy of death, and he is put to death, and you hang him on a tree, his corpse shall not hang all night on the tree, but you shall surely bury him on the same day. For he who is hanged is accursed of God, so that you do not defile your land which the Lord your God gives you as an inheritance. God is a God of order. God is a God of um, structure, and he has a plan and he's the creator of all. So if he created you and me, then he knows the best way for us to operate. He knows the proper order that we should exist in. One of the warnings that we keep getting over and over again in Deuteronomy is the fact that God is showing how important it is to get rid of any little speck of impurity within your circle if there's any sin any evil anything that's not good within your circle that you should blot it out now again god says he understands that we're not perfect he wants us to strive for perfection diligently but he knows we won't achieve it that's what grace is for. Grace is to cover when we fall. Grace is not to give us the justification to do whatever we want. But God said himself in the Torah, he said, My commandments, my laws are easy. Many Christians believe that Jesus is the one who's the first one to say that. And he said that his burden was easy. His burden was light. Well, that's true. Jesus is the word. Jesus was there at creation. Jesus is God. And God said, my commandments are easy. What makes then God's commandments difficult? Man. We make it difficult. We make it difficult because for centuries, for millennium, we've been, we've been trying to make ourselves out to be God. Instead of just following the plan that God has, we want to follow the plan that we have. In fact, it says in Proverbs that, that a man's way is right in his own eyes, 
We need to be looking to God's way, not our own. And I think it's important to know, I mean, when James, when it's written in the book of James that when we know what we should do and we don't do it, that is also sin. And again, God didn't call for perfection. God called for diligence. He wants us to live a life where we are pursuing uh, a, we're pursuing a path away from sin. And more specifically, we're pursuing a path towards him and his goodness. We don't run away from the starting line. You run towards the finish line. So I think that when we look through and we see, you know, this, all this about the fact that if there's someone who's stubborn or rebellious, you shouldn't keep them around. They're just going to make everything worse. And the fact that, remember, God said, you're supposed to stone your children. And, and many Christians, that's a, a stumbling block for them. When people come up and they say, oh, so, oh, you're a Christian. Oh, so you believe the Bible? So do you stone your children? What that means is not that we should take our children outside and throw stones at them until they die. But the fact that when our children do something that's deserving of a consequence, we don't let our emotion get in the way. We want justice. We should desire God's justice over our own emotions. So if my child is to do something that's deserving of a life sentence or even worse, capital punishment, my emotions should not stop me. I should not get in there and say, no, that's not right. But but you don't know them like I do. That's my child. No, I understand. I, I get that. The emotion is going to be tough, but you need to allow for the evil to be taken out. Or you should allow for consequences to be followed through when someone has done something to deserve them, no matter what their relation is to you. So, Father, thank you for your order. Thank you for your love. Thank you for justice. I ask that you can just help us to better understand it as you're showing evil should not exist within our circle within our um, influence help us to to know a loving way to blot it out to separate those things which are bringing corruptiveness and and uh, perverseness into our influence i ask that you could first show it to us and then secondly Holy Spirit, give us direction. Give us the path to purify, to get rid of the evil that exists around us. And Father, I know that this is a spiritual battle. Your your word says that it's not flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle. Let us remember that. Help us to remember that as we go into this battle that all of creation is to be loved. The evil that exists is on a spiritual level. We need to go spiritually to battle against it. And I pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.